Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. I'm your host, Lukey, and for today's topic, I thought I'd go into LinkedIn. We wanted to break it up into two parts. The first part is more on the profile and the platform itself. And the second part will be on connections in a future episode. So for those of you that don't know what LinkedIn is, uh, it's a professional social media network primarily for uh, business. And if you can think about Facebook for uh, professionals for business, that's kind of what it is. At least on the surface, it has uh, information, it has a feed that comes on in with kind of news resources, articles and posts that uh, your connections have shared and maybe any companies or interests that you follow uh, will appear there based on whatever LinkedIn's algorithm that has there. It's also a a great source for jobs. Uh, It's a job board and a lot of companies will will post on there in addition to some of the postings uh, in other job boards. Uh, And I actually know a few companies that recruits exclusively from LinkedIn. They actually will not post on other job boards and will exclusively use LinkedIn. So that's a a feature that's definitely a a big draw for the platform itself. Uh, There is learning involved. So they acquired a company, Linda, and now have LinkedIn Learning, which curates a bunch of resources and helps people learn for anything on the business side, uh, personal and professional development, um, and things in technology, and a whole bunch of other things that uh, you'd want to take a look at uh, on on the platform and learn to, to grow professionally. Uh, It's oftentimes a news source, again, with all the information that people are sharing. Uh, People get um, that fix of what's happening in in the business news uh, is typically in there, but it's also in tech and things like that. Um, Some people will use it for recruiting. Obviously, if if you're uh, looking for jobs there, then some people will be looking for people. So it's a great recruiter tool for people to find uh, folks that are looking for a job or sometimes those that aren't looking for a job but they're looking for kind of the best and most qualified candidates there. And uh, the the last part is connections. Uh, So I think that's probably the most powerful part of the whole platform itself. And I liken it to being a networking event that's happening 24 seven, 365. So just like at a networking event, you could pretty much walk up to anybody and tap them on the shoulder and ask to have a conversation. Well, you have a couple hundred million people on the platform where you could do the same. Now, in an in-person networking event, it's a little bit harder for them to ignore you and turn away. Uh, but in LinkedIn, it's quite easy to do that. And uh, we'll share in future episodes some of the best practices and uh, <laughs> bad practices to avoid as well. Um, so at the heart of the uh, platform is your profile, right? So you'll create it just like any other, almost like a dating website where you'll put things like your picture. And a picture is kind of one of those obligatory things that you need to have. A professional looking picture, not necessarily one done by a professional, but a professional looking one. Make sure you're not using things like your passport photo, right? A lot of people uh, will, will use that because it was taken by a professional. But if you actually look at your passport photo, a lot of us look pretty scary, right? You're not allowed to smile on your passport photo. And if you think about the type of person that you want to portray in terms of being hireable, then, then oftentimes your passport photo doesn't do it justice. So dress up a little bit, uh, use kind of a neutral background, or if you have a friend that can kind of blur the background and make it look good, uh, use your smartphone. If, if you have to take a sm- selfie, then you can do that. 
but if not, use like a time uh, picture uh, or, or whatever it is. But have it look professional. Smile if you can, because oftentimes if you look at yourself as a, a, in a picture where you're smiling versus the person who's not, you'll often want to hire the smiling person um, instead of the other one. You'll want to customize uh, kind of the, that background uh, photo. So uh, in your profile, you have kind of this backdrop type of thing and customize it into something that's relevant to your role or the areas that you want to get into. And you don't have to, but it's just a nice little thing that, well, if this person took a little bit of time to do it, and really it takes a few minutes going onto Google and finding some royalty-free images and then putting one that looks relevant to your area that you want to get into, then it, it takes a, a couple of minutes to do that. And that few minutes shows and signals to other people that, well, this person will take care uh, in when they actually start a, a job. So that's kind of the basic from an image perspective. Then there's a, a tagline, the headline. So when you search, the recruiters or people will get a picture and they'll also get a, a little blurb on you. Now that headline is defaulted to the, your last um, job, the, the job that you've been working on most recently, but you can change it. You can make it uh, a little bit different. And I encourage folks to be a little bit more creative uh, and look to be compelling, a little bit more interesting. So when a recruiter searches for your profile, they might find project manager, project manager, project manager, project manager. Oh, uh, project manager who likes to deliver projects on time, on budget, and in scope, right? And sometimes adding a little bit more care, a little bit more value, a little bit more interest in there will make a recruiter want to click on that versus all the other ones that look kind of the same, right? Uh, the next part of your profile is your summary, your about section. So this is one where on a resume, I don't uh, particularly like that part of it where it, it's kind of a summary of qualifications and things like that. Uh, but here on, on your profile, you want to have a lot of information and you want to include information that actually appears on the job postings of the types of jobs that you want. So <laughs> an easy way to do that is start cutting and pasting uh, from the job postings in there because if a recruiter is looking for you, what do you think they're searching for? They're searching for the qualifications that they're looking for on a particular job posting. So make sure that they appear on your resume, ideally on your tagline, in your summary, and then the next section down is your experience section. So the easiest thing to do for that is to just cut and paste your resume in there, but because a resume is limited to one or two pages, LinkedIn is not. You can add as much content as you want, as you think is appropriate, and having that available is now searchable, right? So uh, the other counter to that is make sure that you don't want things that you don't want to be found for uh, on your profile as well. So uh, I, I used to, uh, early in my career, do, did a lot of work with uh, Excel and VBA, Visual Basic for applications. And I would get the occasional uh, inquiry or connection in regards to that. And I, I wondered where that came from. Well, it was because in a previous job I had that, so I came up in search results. So I took that out and uh, I tried to tweak myself in order to appear on the search results that I want. Um, and then there are things like interests, there are things like skills. The skills are, are relevant and important because uh, oftentimes the job search functionality in LinkedIn matches based on the skills that you have. Uh, you can endorse people for skills as well so they can say that you're good at the skill and uh, I'm good at that skill, but sometimes people create like these endorsement groups where everybody just likes and tags and endorses each other for skills. Uh, which sometimes is just a little bit more gamified versus actually saying that that person can actually do whatever it says there. Um, you'll also want to add yourself to some interest groups. And these are more just areas where you can follow. Uh, it could be hashtags, it could be groups, it could be companies. And you'll get on your feed uh, resources that come from that. 
Um, so those are a, a couple of things and kind of the basics on, on LinkedIn. So treat it as a, a very accessible uh, networking event that's available to you uh, on, on your phone or on your desktop. Uh, you can grab your news from there, you can do a, a bunch of learning, and definitely job searching and job um, seeking is something that you're useful for, as well as finding people who are looking for, uh, who, who would be great for uh, jobs and, and adding value to your company. And uh, making sure that you follow some of the guidance that we had in terms of updating your profile to make sure that you're easily searchable. So that's it for this episode. And uh, hopefully that was some useful spike on LinkedIn and the basics of uh, the platform. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.